Thanks for being a part of the Fearless Army. Drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and when you do, ask me a question in the comments. Each week, we'll compile your best questions and answer them on air. Welcome to Fearless with Jason Whitlock. I'm Jason Whitlock, your host. Happy Thursday. Awesome show planned for you today. Sit tight, be patient. In just a couple, two or three minutes, Matt Gates will be here. Matt Gates, the star of uh, the house, <laughs> the, the man of the moment, the man that booted Kevin McCarthy out of uh, the speaker's position of the house. Uh, he's going to join us. Uh, we'll get to ask him some questions about what's going on and what's his plan. Looking forward to that. Royce White is going to join uh, TJ and I to uh, reset uh, and react to the conversation we have with Matt Gates. And I'm gonna unpack some things about uh, the, the FBI targeting Trump supporters. I'm gonna ask Matt Gates about it as well. Uh, so a fantastic show planned for you today. Before we get to Matt Gates, though, I want to talk to you guys about AMAC. There's an organization out there that still backs Obamacare, gun control, and extreme transgender policies danger our children. And while they claim to be bipartisan, the truth is that last year, 95% of their donations went to Democrats. That organization is AARP, and it doesn't represent the values of American seniors. Fortunately, there's a conservative alternative, AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, proudly champions Americans' rights to free speech, religious liberty, and the Second Amendment. AMAC is the leading conservative advocacy and benefits organization and defends parents' rights to protect their children. They're also fighting to restore America's election integrity as well. AMAC is pushing back against the efforts to defund our police, weaken our borders, and indoctrinate and corrupt our youth. With more than two million members nationwide, AMAC is pro-faith, pro-family, and pro-freedom, but they can't do it alone. Joining gives you access to special low rates on cell phones and plans and health and wellness products, travel and lodging, vision, dental and prescription drugs. So join today. Let's send AARP a strong message that they don't represent conservative seniors. Join AMAC today at amac.us slash fearless. That's amac.us slash fearless. So without further ado, uh, let's get to the man of the hour, Congressman Matt Gates. Uh, the whole world is talking about uh, what Matt Gates did this week in vacating uh, the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Everybody's asking, what's the plan? What's the plan? Uh, Matt, I, I, I want to start here with a uh, kind of an oddball question. Are you familiar with the show Game of Thrones? Uh, I watched like up until the Red Wedding, kind of after that, too many characters and too much of a time commitment. So I'm like an early Game of Thrones guy. Gotcha. I can't remember when Littlefinger said it, but at one point Littlefinger, Peter Baylor said, chaos is a ladder. And that's why I embrace what you're doing. I don't think people recognize the time that we're in, that the left is promoting chaos and using it to achieve their goal. And I think we have to do the same on the other side. That's why I love what you're doing. Well, I appreciate that. And I hope it's a ladder for the American people and their agenda, because there is a sophisticated system in Washington, D.C. that takes all of the major spending decisions we have to make, and it backs those decisions up against shutdown politics and the end of the year and holidays in the hopes that a very small group of people can make the major decisions regarding the entire $7 trillion federal budget. And when they do that, they're able to market to lobbyists and special interests that their authority and power is supercharged. And thus, they're able to extract more money from those lobbyists and special interests. There are hundreds of millions of dollars worth of IOUs 
on K Street right now where the lobbyists all have their offices that are about as useful as Confederate money with Kevin McCarthy out of the speakership because to his, you know, give the guy his due, he raised a half a billion dollars for uh, Republican campaigns, but a lot of that money came with strings attached. So here's my goal. We moved, here's the plan. And I think it's, I really appreciate that question, by the way, Jason, because it's what people have been asking. Rip the Band-Aid off, remove McCarthy. Then the next step of the plan has to be to install someone who is more conservative and more effective as a fighter. Now, the two options that we have currently are Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise. I don't think there's a single American who would argue that Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise are not more conservative and more dogged fighters than the former speaker. So when we get that person in place, we have to then really advance on using the power of the subpoena and the power of the purse. I mean, here we are nine months into the Congress and we haven't even sent Hunter Biden a single subpoena. Regardless of how you feel about the evidence, it's easy to look at what Democrats did in their first year, dragging Donald Trump Jr. before the Congress three times over nothing and see that we're not quite as as aggressive and vigorous as we should be yet. So Jim Jordan, Steve Scalise, both great men, amazing men of family and faith. They've got huge trust and confidence throughout the Republican conference. I think either of those men would be the next step in the plan and then use that power subpoena and power of the purse. It sounds like you're not ready to commit to Scalise or Jim Jordan. You don't have a preference either way. Well, I'm very close to both men. Matter of fact, I think of Steve Scalise like every night when I go home because he gave me this giant rack of Louisiana Cajun spices and I love to cook. (laughs) And so uh, every time I'm whipping up some redfish or some chicken, I always think about him and and the good that he's done. And I mean, gosh, man, if they'd have shot me in this place, I'd probably be out of here. But that guy, his journey from being shot to coming back to leading to taking on extra responsibilities. It's just an inspirational human story, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. And then Jim Jordan, I I hero worship Jim Jordan. He is my personal mentor. I serve on the Judiciary Committee with him. I've tried to style a lot of my approach to the Congress uh, in in the image of Jim Jordan. And so it's, it's really hard to pick among two great choices, but my personal decision will come down to spending. I want to hear these candidates say we are done governing by continuing resolution and omnibus bill. Because for me, this was never personal. It was about spending. And we can't just keep running like $2.2 trillion annual deficits atop a $33 trillion debt. So that'll be the deciding factor to me. But I'm really heartened to know we've got two amazing choices, two amazing men. And I actually think God's will will be done here. Friend of mine that's passionate watcher of this show, watch me defend you this week, sent me an angry, not an angry text, but sent me a text saying, hey, you know, uh, where was all this passion about the budget and spending from Matt Gates when Trump was spending all of this money? Did he did he speak out then? What would you say to him? Well, I would point that person to my voting record. I voted against two of the Trump omnibus bills. I voted against 10 of the Trump continuing resolutions. Uh, I fought with Paul Ryan so much over budgets that were not balanced that Paul Ryan threw me off of the budget committee. Imagine that, getting thrown off the budget committee by Paul Ryan because you wanted a budget. So uh, I've been pretty consistent that uh, I think we have to live within our means. My background before I got into Congress was in the state legislature in Florida where you don't have a choice on a balanced budget. You find out how much you brought in, and then you figure out what you're able to pay for based on that revenue estimate. Here, we've designed a system where no one is responsible for the spending. The Congress can blame the system, the president can blame the Congress, and meanwhile, I mean, we are living in a time where in 99% of American counties, the average American income will not support the purchase of a home. Like, we live in a time where every month Americans are paying $700 more for the exact same goods and services that they got a year ago. And the government spending is driving that inflation. And so we can connect the pain people are feeling to the bad decisions in Washington, and we can do something about it. We can solve it. For everyone that wants to criticize me as a tear it down, chaos, nihilist, 
I voted for the four single subject spending bills that came forward for our veterans, for our military, for our border patrol, so that we had a USDA, so we had fa safe food in our food supply. But what I am not here to do is just to continue to give the traditional increase to the Department of Education and the Department of Labor and the EPA when they're not even forced to come forward and demonstrate the efficacy of the spending that we seem to just rubber stamp. So clearly you're going to take a position on spending. Are there any other promises you're looking for from Jim Jordan or Steve Scalise or whoever wants this speaker job? Any other promises that you'll be looking for from them? I just know both men so well. I've served with both men for seven years. I don't need to extract a promise to know that they are going to put the people of this country first. So I, I don't worry about you know really hard guardrails for either of those men because I've seen their medal. I've seen how they prioritize things. And, and for me, it's just, and it's not even, you know, about whether or not one of them is a, is a more dynamic person. It's about just who has the better plan. At the end of the day, you got to look at what plan is more likely to get us back into fiscal sanity. And, and that's who I'll support. But I got to say, I mean, I, you know, when I was, when I filed the motion to vacate, all you could hear on corporate media was, oh, no, Matt Gates is going to elect Hakeem Jeffries speaker. Or what if it's Don Bacon or one of the pro-Trump impeachment Republicans? Or That's all that's all noise. We're now essentially at a two man race. Both men are wonderful. Both men would do a great job. Let's do everything we can to rally around them, support them, and then give them the, the tools to actually put some downward pressure on the harm this Biden government is doing to people. Look, you guys are really challenging the establishment on both sides. I love it. It's great. I, did you read or I'm sure you heard about Karl Rove's piece in the Wall Street Journal? Hey, Matt Gates is just looking for attention. And, and that's what I expect from the establishment, because, again, I don't they want the status quo. They want the uniparty. And we don't. And, and we love you being a maverick, you willing to take this chance, but you know there's going to be a lot more blowback towards Matt Gates. Are you ready for that? Jason, my friend, I could take it. Uh, I'm, I'm built for the battle. I've been through tougher fights than this. And like Karl Rove, when was the last time Karl Rove was right about something? Like this was a guy who had his best ideas in like 2000 and 2004, and now is just like a vestige of the ghost of political Christmas past. The future requires us to have a, a higher ambition, a vigor to win the fight. Carl uh, Rove presided over a lot of American decline when he was working in the White House. So I don't take my P's and Q's from him. What I see is that the American people know we can do better. And that will that will mean I'll take some slings and arrows. I'm ready for them because I know where the people stand. And at the end of the day, we just got to save the country. It doesn't really matter about it. We're all just passing through time. Me, Kevin McCarthy. It is America that must endure. And I want to do my part to make sure she does. So I want to play a clip from my show either yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. Uh, but, but we were talking about you and all the people, what's the plan, what's the plan, what's the plan? And, and you've articulated what the plan is, but even, I think there's a deeper plan that I'm excited about as it relates to doing things that draw attention that make the American public have to address some of these serious mm. issues that we've been avoiding. And, and again, when you kick up the kind of dust you did, it gives you an opportunity to say, hey, look, man, we keep sending money to Ukraine. Hey, look, we're not securing our border. I want to play a clip from Royce White uh, that, that was on this show that I thought was very profound in trying to explain the, the upside to what you're doing. Well, first, I want to say I reject I reject on face value these people who come out and say, well, what's the plan? What's the plan? The plan is to tell people what their plan is. Yeah, Royce That's is great. <laughs> I, I shared that clip. I, I, I thought uh, I thought the analysis was spot on. And, you know, the Bible tells us a lot about this, Jason, uh, that in times where man uh, is uh, disoriented or when we've lost our way, 
that, that the kings do emerge, that people come forward with wisdom, with personal characteristics, uh, and with a renewed sense of dedication. And there is divine providence in all of this. I, I know that God's will will be done when we have a new speaker and we have someone who is really ready to help us lead the country and, and to be fighters for the tens of millions of Americans who rest all of their hope in the House of Representatives alone in a world in which the Biden uh, administration is turning against people and where the Senate is unreliable to put the people's interest first. So, But there is something about... When you have dynamic moments, you're able to bring people in to the argument. Because what the, what the establishment wants is they want calm waters all the time. They want everything to be nice and smooth. And then you won't realize that underneath the water, you know, bad stuff is going on and there's a Chernobyl down there and it could really cause catastrophic impact. You see, I think sometimes you gotta have some turbulent water so that people wake up and say, all right, what's going on here? What's it really gonna take to secure this border? We have to get so serious about uh, reducing spending in order to save the dollar from losing its status as the global reserve currency. And yeah, I mean, none of us wanna sleepwalk into World War III with Russia over which dude in a tracksuit gets to run Crimea. And, and if we can broaden the discussion to more of our fellow Americans, I actually think that that will make lawmakers less of a lagging indicator in our politics. It, it seems like the people really lead and the people we call leaders, they follow the people. So let's get the people engaged, informed, and at the table for the decision-making process. Finally, Matt, I read the story this week that everyone seems to be ignoring it. I know it just came out yesterday, but to me it's a bombshell. What Newsweek is reporting about what the, uh, the FBI targeting Trump supporters. I, I, I hope you've seen this story. Yeah, uh, yep. It hits like a ton of bricks to me. I hope that this is an issue that is taken up by the Speaker and the House. This is unbelievably unfair. The FBI targeting Trump supporters, continuing to frame Trump supporters as potential terrorists over January. Just, I hope this is something the House takes up very seriously. No, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned it because it's not enough just to have the hearings and yell at the Attorney General and make the FBI director look bad. You have to cut off the money. This is very serious. The only way to stop the targeting of Americans as a consequence of their political beliefs is to stop funding that. Because whatever laws you create or guardrails you establish, they blow through those. I mean, the FBI was violating the FISA law 38 times an hour during the period of time that the inspector general was watching them. So they will not follow the law. You have to cut off the money. And that's why these single subject bills that I talk about are so important. Because if you're just taking one big vote up or down on the entire government, you're not gonna get in there and look at those specific task forces at the FBI that have done these things that are now being exposed. You have to have them stand before the committees and subcommittees of jurisdiction and defend each program and each task force and each agency. And then our investigative work can inform whether or not we're gonna fork over the check to keep that stuff going. But under a continuing resolution and an omnibus, those folks always win and we get targeted as a consequence. So it's bad news. I will tell you, the reason I'm able to have this discussion with you today is because a senior FBI official, Elvis Chan, for the third time canceled his deposition before the Judiciary Committee. I was supposed to be asking him questions right now about the censorship industrial complex where people at the FBI were trying to get Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, uh, Google, all to try to disfavor any content that was dangerous or extreme, but largely it was just people expressing a conservative viewpoint. Matt, thank you for the time. Uh, tell the other seven that I'm calling the Gatesful Eight, uh, <laughs> tell them thank you. Uh, thank you. you. You guys are speaking for the people and, and we need that. You're, you're a breath of fresh air and a ray of hope. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. We'll keep fighting. All right. Uh, that's Congressman uh, Matt Gates. That was awesome to be able to engage with him after such a historic event. Uh, guys, I can tell you uh, what you need to do. If you like this type of content, you need to support our sponsors. And we have a relatively new, a great one in Samaritan Ministries.
I have two questions for you. How are you paying for your health care and how's it working out for you? If it's working perfectly, great. If not, then listen closely because I have a solution for you, a biblical solution. Samaritan Ministries, Samaritan Ministries is a community of Christians paying one another's medical bills. It's biblical, affordable, health care, sharing. And because it's not insurance, there are no restrictive networks. Here's how it works. When a medical need arises, you choose the health care provider that's right for you and have a say in the treatment you receive, even if it's an unconventional or natural approach. Send your medical bills to Samaritan Ministries and they'll notify fellow members to pray for you and send money directly to you to help you pay those bills. It could be more affordable than what you're paying now. And if it's the right fit, you can join anytime, even today. Check it out at SamaritanMinistries.org slash fearless. All right, don't go anywhere. When I come back, I'm going to have my fire starter next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Previously on Fearless. On the sidelines, Little Wayne, Key Glock, The Rock, uh, Master P, Offset, the whole rap community, the whole gangster rap community, that's who Dion front and centered for all of Boulder, Colorado. But this is a God thing. And I'm supposed to be good with it. I'm supposed to allow this man to sit up and package what he's doing as a God thing. And I'm just supposed to let it ride. He can wrap up God however he wants. He can attach it to all these secular uh, wannabe thugs. All of that debauchery, all of that foolishness. He can attach it to that and say, oh, this is a God thing. I'm doing this for God. Really. All right, welcome back. Just heard from Matt Gates. You heard Matt say that he saw Royce's comments yesterday about our plan is to expose their plan. Uh, while I feel really good about what we heard from Matt Gates, I, he explained what his plan is, wanted to get Royce and TJ's take as well on what we heard from uh, Matt Gates. Royce, uh, welcome back to the show. I, I have a lot of thoughts about all of this and because and, we're going to talk a little bit about Matt Gates, but I also want to talk about one of the questions I asked Matt Gates about the FBI targeting Trump supporters and basically criminalizing the people who support Donald Trump. But anyway, Royce, uh, I, I, I think you got a chance to watch the inter interaction with Matt Gates. He laid out his, his plan and what he's trying to do. What do you think about what Matt Gates shared with us? Well, I think the plan he laid out is, is just fine. Uh, I, I don't particularly um, uh, dislike Jim Jordan as a pick or Scalise. Uh, and I, and I, I trust Matt Gates's uh, insider knowledge of those two individuals. And we got to keep a watchful eye on whoever the speaker is. My my real um, caution for the American people and for Matt Gates himself is uh, don't don't put it past the necessity to oust another speaker. I mean, we don't want perpetual chaos, so to speak. But but as long as whoever the speaker is or, or becomes doesn't live up to uh, the promises that they've made to the American people and don't don't serve in the interest of the American people. We should we should do politics the way Matt Gates is doing politics. Um, and but more importantly, you know, 
what Matt did and, and the, the necessity of a speaker and a House speaker and a House speaker that represents the interest of the American people is is priority number one. But I think what Matt understands and what the other eight patriots understand and what Steve Bannon understands and what Donald Trump understands and what all of us who they deem as radical understand is um, there's a bigger picture here. And the bigger picture and what Matt did that was most important is he put a spotlight on the Uniparty. I mean, it's really it's really all come. I don't think there's been something that happened in the last six months uh, besides how they vote on the House floor, which kind of flies under the radar because of the WWE politics that the mainstream media plays. I don't think there's something that put the Uniparty on full display more than what Matt Gates just did this week. Everybody's everybody's, you know, throwing down right now. Well, <clears throat> you. It's interesting, Royce. The Gates thing from the start, he went through, Tim Pool had a uh, had him on eight months ago and he explained the whole thing. There's like eight or 10 videos. And he, it's not like he's asking for anything crazy. People act like he's just this crazy out there house floor guy. Uh, he just yeah. said, hey, can we do the things that we did 20 or 30 years ago when we were somewhat fiscally responsible? Like people are acting like he's the guy who's nuts. And I just, it, it seems totally reasonable to me and, and the rest of America should be notified. This is part of what you were saying yesterday. Let's tell them their plan. They're trying to make this the new normal. And all of us are just saying, let's just go back to the old normal when we were more responsible people. Yeah, no, that, that is crazy. I mean, that's the whole point here. I, mean, I think that's the most important point to be made is that sane and logical, reasonable representation of the American people is seen as crazy. It's no, it's no manner of, it's, it's no, uh, it's, it's no, it's, it's no sign of good health to be well adjusted to a sick society. The same thing could be said of our Washington elites. I mean, let's just go right down the middle. I loved, I love that we're, we're going to talk about Karl Rove now. These people are absolute rhinos. Let's just talk about Fox News. Daddy, Daddy Murdoch. Daddy Murdoch. He doesn't like Trump. He's he's gonna. He first off, we should be very concerned. I don't even know who still watches Fox News. If you still watch Fox News, you're a rhino. That's just the reality. Murdoch and and Fox kicked the can on BlackRock, on Dominion. That was a disservice uh, to the American people. They fired Tucker. Everybody should be running from Fox News as fast as they possibly can. Okay, so, and then the, the, the two sons, the, the, you know, the, the, the little Murdochs, they're globalist uniparty shills to the max. I mean, they're, they're globalists, okay? And, and I bring up Fox News because this, this Mark Levin deal and, and everybody over there at the Fox apparatus wants to act like there's this, there's this uh, um, you know, impending chaos now because Matt Gates wants to do real politics. It's, ri- it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous. Fox News, for the better part of the last 30 to 40, as long as they've been around, this is what they do. This is what the Uniparty's greatest weapon is against the American people. And we can all talk about Christian values and we can all talk about transgenderism and we can all talk about how white supremacy is the new boogeyman. And the Democrats and the Republicans come before the American people and pretend like they want to have an argument about those issues. And in some cases, they do have genuine disagreement about those issues. But when it comes time to, to split the money, they're in perfect unison. And that is where the ultimate scam is. And that's what Matt Gates understands. Matt Gates didn't vote with the Democrats. Matt Gates brought the motion to vacate. They voted with him. And that's a good sign that some America first candidates can bring some motions to the floor. And, and whether it be through insider baseball politics or a genuine change of view on, on a matter that he can get people from across the aisle to vote on an issue. Since when is that not a, a, a prudent thing for a politician? I'll tell you when. Nobody had a problem when the Democrats all voted unanimously with Kevin, Kevin McCarthy for the, continue, for the CR bill. Everybody's calling Matt Gates an extremist because he used the Democrats to get McCarthy out. But a week ago when McCarthy used the Democrats to pass the continuance bill, everybody thought it was fine. This is the uniparty. This is your take head counts, take names right now. Everybody you're looking at that wants to come out and criticize Matt Gates. These are the people who are in on it. These are the people who have always been in on it, even when they have posed as 
America first or MAGA or conservative or Republican. These are the people who've always been in on, in on it. We have these guys have a right to disagree and and have their point of view. I tend to agree with you. I think there are people and this is where, where I land on this. There are people that don't recognize the time that we're in. Oh. And, and I, 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 I had this whole. No, no. I'm just telling you, I had this whole thing. And Royce, I don't know if you Stop. ever saw the show. Jason, what? they know. There are people they that don't know. Rec- Jason, they all know this is the whole scam. They know Mark Levin is not an idiot. These guys are all highly educated Atlanticist political science majors. These people know exactly what has been going on in this country. And they know exactly how they're going to try and come together to make Matt Gates look like he's an extremist. Me- These are the same people who, as soon as Donald Trump goes to say we're going to pull out of NATO, I mean, it's the whole look, look. The most, the God, most Royce, major. Royce, let me make my point. Let me make Go my ahead. point. Let me Go make ahead. my point. <laughs> you've seen The Godfather, I'm sure. And, and you've seen, I can't remember if it was Michael or Don Corleone that, that said, hey man, Tom, you're out. You're not a wartime consigliere. Yeah. We're about to go to war. You're not built for this. Yeah. Tom Hagen was a great guy, a great soldier, but he's not a wartime consigliere. That's what I think you're seeing from a lot of these people. It's wartime. They don't recognize it. I, I had this whole analogy I was going to do today, but yeah. the, 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 yeah. the things got about, about from Game of Thrones. And, and the first season of Game of Thrones, and I, you know, here I am talking about the bread and circus, but I'm just unpacking this in a very relatable way for people. Ned Stark yeah. was the hero of the first season of Game of Thrones. He's actually the person who caused all the chaos because when they came to him and said, hey, man, let's pick up these hundred swords and let's go take out King Joffrey and put an end to this. He, he chose honor. Oh, we're not going to take kids hostage. We're not going to do this or do that. And yep. that set off seven, eight, ten years of chaos. That ca- He got his head chopped off. His whole family basically got slaughtered. The whole Westeros went into total chaos because it was wartime and an old soldier who Ned Stark was, a, he, he couldn't see it. That it's like, oh no, it's time to pick up these swords and take some people out. And so there are young people like a Matt Gates. there's young people like you that are like, no, no, it's wartime. Let's take out these swords and let's quit playing games with these guys. And I get it. I don't expect some of the older people to be in line with that and to understand it. But that is the time we're in. Chaos is a ladder. They've been using chaos to yeah. drive their agenda. Matt yeah. Gates is smart enough to know. Steve Bannon's smart enough to know. You're smart enough to know. No, let's create some chaos and drive our agenda because that's the time we're living in right now. I respect it. I'm, I'm not the, the, the people that are complaining and, and oh, what's, what's the plan? What's the plan? They don't matter because the war is here and yeah. they're not going to negotiate us out of war. It's, it's here. I look well, I think, at anybody that reads that Newsweek, anyone that reads the Newsweek article that exp- explains in detail what the FBI is going to do to Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. We're being yeah. targeted. They're letting you know. That's a declaration of war. They're letting you know. And so there will be people that will go, King, oh, I don't want war. And Mike, Kevin McCarthy was doing a good job. And this is the best we had. And, and then there's people like you and Matt Gates and Steve Bears like, OK, no, it's, it's time. And, 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 and so block and out Steve, the noise. Steve is old. Steve is as old. Steve is as old as they are. Steve is Got as old you. as they are. It, 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 look, look, look. You, you, I love when you bring Got up the God. You, but you can't expect all old people, but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Godfather, go ahead, Royce. I know you fired up. The reference is great. It's fine. I love The Godfather. What an incredible movie. Hate the part yeah. where they say we're going to keep the drugs in the black neighborhood. Profound and prophetic, <laughs> although I disagree with the overall spirit of it. My point is this. This is not, this is not a casual thing. And I'm laughing because anytime you bring the Godfather into it, okay, it's kind of comical. But I'm, I'm, this is serious. These people have come out and tried to excoriate 
Matt Gates for bringing up the cornerstone of the entire Uniparty DC Swamp scam should all be have their names jotted down on a piece of paper and remembered and posted on everybody who claims they love this country's social media. Pin it. Take the names down. Post them up. These are the people who robbed you of your citizenship. And I don't care what they were saying 10 years ago because there's opposition and there's controlled opposition. And Fox News has always been controlled opposition. They showed it. They kicked the can on Dominion. Listen, this is how crazy a country we live in. The single and only mainstream media conservative news outlet kicked the can on the integrity of elections. Our gaming commission, the slot machines at your local casino have a better chain of custody than our voter machines. Tell me how that makes it. Tell me we don't live in a jerk off society when our casino machines, our slot machines have a better chain of custody uh, than our than our voter machines. And Dominion gets to run around and say, oh, oh, this is proprietary technology. So you don't get to see what happens inside the machine. But when you go to the gaming commission, they have to validate what happens in the machine to make sure that every spin of the slot is legitimate. What is going on here? I mean, these people all make it seem like what Matt Gates is saying is extreme. It's not extreme. We're $33 trillion in debt, and they want to they super fund the Ukraine in, in perpetuity. This is not an extreme position. I, I certainly don't think it's an extreme position. I, I think it's, again, a brilliant, courageous move. I, I think they're going to attack Matt Gates and try to discredit him as they will anybody. And, and, and there's none of us, including Matt Gates, that thinks Matt Gates is an unflawed, perfect person. And mm-hmm. so as soon as they bring up someone on the other side that's an unflawed, perfect person, that's when I'll hold Matt Gates to that standard. And, and so I, 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 I know why you're fired up and, and because like, okay, the, the fight is now officially on and you're gonna come out and back your fighter and we're gonna back Matt Gates as, as well. And, and the other thing I thought Matt Gates and, and they're already complaining about this because they can already see like, oh, if Jim Jordan or Steve Scalise, Steve Scalise end up as House Speaker of the House, Matt Gates looks like a hero. They know, right. they know that a huge victory might be just around the corner for Matt Gates. And they're afraid of what that will mean. If Matt Gates gets a scalp and it's clear as day, and next week, this time, we're sitting here with Steve Scalise or, or <laughs> Jim Jordan, the establishment is scared to death. Charlie Kirk had a, a good tweet, because I, I haven't known where Jim Jordan stands and all this stuff, but he said, so far, he's checking a lot of boxes. Jim Jordan's a no on more Ukraine funding. He's a yes on closing the border. He's a yes on drastically cutting spending. He's a yes on fighting the DOJ. He's a yes on single subject voting, and he's running for House Speaker. That's a serious upgrade over the guy that we just had. And Royce, you may be able to see through this. I thought the most interesting thing that Matt Gates said was, there are hundreds of millions of dollars of IOUs out there right now because McCarthy took a lot of money, divvied it out, and he was the guy that was responsible for that, and he's not in charge anymore. So Jim Jordan is not tied to all of these special interests in the same way. Am I yeah. naive, Royce, or is this a potential breakthrough for us? Oh, every time a sellout like McCarthy gets, gets, the, gets the ax, it's, a, it's an upgrade, it's a, it's a big moment. Of course. I mean, we have allowed we we've accepted uh, a political culture in this country that is riddled by special interests and, and dark money and and lobbying. I don't know when that became extreme to, to say. I mean, it, you know, it just it just bought and, and I, I, here's an olive branch. I, I hope an olive branch. This is why your boy Glenn Beck couldn't stay at five. And I don't know Glenn personally, but I can listen to what Glenn's talking about. I can listen to the overall scope of what Glenn wants to people to, to know about. And, and I could turn on Fox News tonight and, and understand why they didn't want to give room for Glenn to evolve and become what he should have become over at Fox or give him a bigger piece of the deal or whatever happened over there with Glenn. I, I can tell because Glenn wants to talk about New World Order. I can remember when Glenn had the whiteboard out. I was a fan of Glenn Beck way back in the day. 
When I was 17, 18 years old, he had the whiteboard out. He's putting things together on it. They don't want to talk about none of that. And, 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 and he was the predicate for what they did to Tucker. And if you go on Fox News tonight, I promise you, you will hear them show, and you will see them show young, roaming, raging, uh, ravaging black men stealing merchandise from your local department store. It's a scam. Not that the young black men aren't a problem and their mentality isn't a problem. I'll go actually sit down and preach to those, those young black men how much of a problem and dishonorable it really is. The point is they're completely comfortable with your D.C. elite stealing way more money than that from you. There's a reason why it's the focus. Thirty three trillion dollars. I could get every young black man in the country today all the way back to the times of slavery, and there wouldn't be a chance in hell they could steal $33 trillion. 20 of it is just unaccounted for. You think there's not a reason why they're, they're, Fox is just as responsible for driving a racial divide in this country, in this culture, in this national dialogue, as anybody else out there in the liberal mainstream media, and it's not by accident, because most of them are liberals. Well... They're certainly in on the scam. And and I, I hate even this whole discussion about, what do you mean Kevin McCarthy's not conservative? What do you mean so-and-so's not conservative enough? No, that's not the question that's being asked, and, and, it, and we need to just remove that question. It's, did Kevin McCarthy do what he said he was going to do, what he promised he was going to do? Basically. That's, that's the... That's how he's being judged, and that's why he was vacated, because he didn't live up to the promises he made. This isn't about being conservative or liberal, and I, we need to take that litmus test off the table and, and quit asking that question and quit looking for uh, uh, people that are conservative. We need to be looking for men willing to do what they say they're going to do. Plain and simple. National Are you book. willing to, to go yes. ahead? Liberal, liberal and conservative has become a wash. And, and you know, you, you can say what you want about the Russian people. I'm not a Russian apologist, but but I do like how how uh, philosophical some of the Russian literature and Russian thinkers are. Alexander Dugan's one of them. Remember when this Russia-Ukraine conflict started, they somebody assassinated Alexander Dugan's daughter on accident. They were trying to kill him. And they killed his daughter. He's like Vladimir Putin's uh, spiritual advisor or, or, you know, thoughtly one of the thought leaders in Russia. Anyway, Alexander Dugan's been said a long time ago that liberalism and conservatism are two forms of liberalism. And the Uniparty is a demonstration of that. And so the, the more important dichotomy right now is obviously believer, non-believer. Do you believe in God? Do you believe in human inalienable human rights? Or do you believe in Satanism and, and the rise and proliferation of science and technology as the substitute of God? OK, that's a good dichotomy. Another one is nationalists and globalists. And many of these conservatives, they 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 completely understand that free trade, uh, 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 free market enterprise, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, crony capitalism, all of these things that have become the the the, the nomenclature of the, the Republican elites and the, the propaganda that comes from the machine, all of it is a gateway to globalism. And, and they show you, this is why they're going after Matt Gates. Like Matt Gates is in the conservative somehow, or Matt Gates is, is playing on the other team to use Marxists to point out the fact that most, a lot of these Democrats are Marxists in fact, but to point that out in, 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 uh, in, in talking about Matt Gates is so inappropriate and dishonest I, I, I just can't even believe it. I can't believe it. Of course we want the Democrats. We, we'll use whoever in D.C. we need to to change the status quo. These people want to preserve the status quo, and they only get really hot and bothered when the status quo is threatened. The status quo ain't threatened by young black men stealing Gucci bags from Macy's. The status quo is threatened when D.C. is no longer allowed to steal America's future generation's money and justify it by saying you can't live without this expert government and our higher educated uh, uh, professors. Royce, I think you make an excellent point and, and I, I want to try to say this 
accurately, because I, I agree with you. When w the connection that people aren't making to the smash and grab videos that we see is that like, if your leaders are so obviously corrupt as our leaders are, that's going to have a trickle down effect. And so it's like, what, what you're seeing from a lot of people is just like, they're desperate, but they're also like, hey man, I'm living in a corrupt society where Nancy Pelosi or AOC goes to Congress worth about $20,000, and three or four years later, she's worth 13 million, I believe. Like, wow. Right. She, she can, and, and, and Nancy Pelosi and her, they're worth about 200 million now. And, and, and Republicans, same thing. Yeah. And, and it's like, and the, the Biden family's cutting deals with Ukraine and everybody and getting money funneled to them all different kinds of ways. And so it's like, well, they're stealing at a level, at the high level, they're doing white collar stealing. Let me do some blue collar stealing. And yeah. that, that, again, it, it, it's, it's no different. And that's why Christian faith is such a great model for, yes. you know, your home has to be in order. The mama and daddy have to set the right example for the kids or you're gonna have chaos. And so if your leaders aren't operating properly in their proper role, setting the right example inside your home, don't be shocked when your kids are chaotic and, and are a hot mess. Our leaders, are not behaving properly, everybody knows it. The, the, the uniparty as you talk about and the people that just kinda wanna stick with the status quo, they don't really want to admit just how corrupt things are and that this way that we've been going cannot continue or we're not gonna f clean up any of these problems. No, they're all getting it, it does have to, they're all getting rich yeah. off it. I mean, that, that's the that's the real gaffe here. It's not it's not happenstance. They're not stupid. These people aren't ignorant. The deal works for them, Jason. It it work it's working for them. I mean, they can have their political ideas and comments and opinions, and they can say, oh, you know, in this esoteric philosophical way, we disagree on regulation and taxes. Okay, but when push comes to shove. When the when the pie is split up, when the when the money bag is and everybody has their dog bowl and getting their beak wet, they're all getting a taste. That's what he's talking about with McCarthy's war chest on K Street. They're all getting a taste so they can talk about what they want on Fox News. And, that, and, and my point in bringing up Fox News, look, there's some good people over there at Fox. I'm not saying everybody's bad. I like Pete Hegeseth. They try to clip him out. He had some immoral actions that kicked him down the trough. That's all, how they always come and get the guys who are a little sane over there, have a little honor. But but my point is, there's a reason why the emphasis of 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 uh, of, of nightly news over there is focused on what it's focused on. I'm not excusing no young black men for not having no honor. Look, no honor amongst thieves. That's why I come on the show and talk about what sacred honor, national honor. Sacred honor, national honor. I don't care if you're a young black man on the corner or if you're the highest level lobbyist there in D.C. or if you're Larry Fink. Dishonor is dishonor. Death before dishonor. These are old codes we used to live by. My point about Fox is why don't they spend an entire morning with uh, with with Gutfeld or whoever else talking about the Fed? Write jokes up about the Fed. Write jokes up about the Ponzi scheme, about the debt. Why 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 don't they do a, a two hours straight or a special on on uh, on lobbying? We know why they don't do it. They're getting money from it. They're, they're in on the deal. And it's not just them. Carl Rove and Carl Rove represents the RNC and the Bushes. These people, these people were Democrats. George Bush Sr., Democrat. All these people were neoconservatives. So it is important that we go back in the history and delineate who are real conservatives and who weren't. The Barry Goldwaters of the world got pushed back into the into the into the ashes and, and flames of history as extremists. And meanwhile, we towed around policy that that Herbert Walker Bush brought to the to the world as though it was genius. And that's why, you know, your, your boy Matt said earlier, yeah, Karl Rove hasn't had a good idea since 2004. Uh, was he a part of the going into uh, I, Iraq or, or Afghanistan? I mean, these are things that are t 
recent and historically significant is all I'm saying. These people have shown us who they are. All we have to do is make a better choice, and Matt Gates did that. Fair play to him. Royce, I'm going to let you go. Uh, thank you. We'll see you next week. Uh, I'm going to conclude on this note. Uh, don't play tomorrow just yet. I'm sorry. Cut, cut tomorrow. I got like 60 seconds, maybe two minutes of content here. I'm going to circle back to what I've been saying all week. We got to find unique ways to be chaotic and put our agenda forward. That's why I'm so hot on this Super Bowl boycott thing. This, I wanted to spend a bit more time talking about this Newsweek story about the FBI coming after Trump supporters, targeting. This is written in Newsweek. And everyone's acting like it's no big deal. No one's responding to it. They put a bullseye, a target on all of us just for not agreeing with them. And so, again, we can't publicly protest. We got to be smarter than them. We got to be like Gideon. We use trumpets and lanterns to take out an army of 135,000. We can do that with this Super Bowl boycott. We can continue to draw attention and basically what Royce talked about that you heard Matt Gates basically sign off on. Let's kick up enough dust to make people pay attention to us so that we can explain to them what they're doing, not planning, what they're doing to us. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll have Warren Sapp, Steve Kim tomorrow. Uh, got the Matt Gates interview, wanted to spend some time with Matt, spend some time talking about it. Uh, we'll have Warren Sapp, Steve Kim tomorrow. We'll talk a little football. Uh, play tomorrow. And we'll see you tomorrow. Waiting for the countdown, coming off the breakdown, standing in line for freedom. Looking for a breakout, feeling like a standoff, nothing in life like freedom. Came like a fighter, striking like a ladder, making all this moves for freedom. I want freedom. Negotiation, my system, no relation We all just wanna have freedom Sitting on a corner, never been alone I'm breaking my back for freedom Bless, we are living, get back We are receiving, all receiving We all wanna be free. freedom